and it shall be said, What are these wounds in the midst of thy hands? And he shall say, With these I was wounded in the house of them that loved me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We celebrate today the votive Mass of the Passion of our Lord, which you find in the Missal among the votive Masses indicated for Friday. Although the current title given this Mass in the Missal is of the Passion of the Lord, it was not always called by this title. In fact, for a much longer time, it was known as the Votive Mass of the Five Wounds of Our Lord. And the Votive Mass of the Five Wounds was among the Masses most frequently celebrated and with great devotion during the Middle Ages, particularly in Ireland and England. There was an immense devotion to the five wounds of our Lord, which were often depicted on a kind of shield. One would see the two hands of our Lord marked with the wounds of the nails, the two feet of the Lord, and in the center, the heart of the Lord. And uh, this emblem was chosen uh, by the Catholics who resisted uh, the um, attempts to uh, suppress the Catholic faith and the fullness of Catholic sacramental life. And so this devotion to the five wounds holds a privileged place in its liturgical expression among Catholics of these isles. It is especially fitting to celebrate the votive mass of the five wounds in Paschal Tide because the Paschal candle bears the depiction, symbolically, of the five wounds. And the long-standing Paschal-tide piety of Catholics focused on the five wounds of our Lord. And these wounds were, of course, contemplated in all their glory and seen as, sometimes, as five suns and at other times as five shining rubies, and at other times as five fountains flowing with inexhaustible grace for souls. We do well to ponder the proper texts of this votive mass of the five wounds. The collect is remarkable for two reasons. First, because 
it is addressed directly to our Lord Jesus Christ, beginning with the words, Domine Jesu Christe. And this collect synthesizes the whole master plan of the Incarnation and Redemption, the great circular movement, the going forth from God and the return to God of the Son, united as head to the members of his mystical body and as bridegroom to his bride, the Church, in the glory of the Ascension. O Lord Jesus Christ, who didst come down to earth from the bosom of thy Father, de sino patris descendisti, and didst shed thy precious blood for the remission of our sins, we humbly entreat thee that on the day of judgment, standing at thy right hand, and here this is the second noteworthy characteristic of this collect. It refers to the 25th chapter of St. Matthew, quoting it textually. Standing at thy right hand, we may be found worthy to hear those words, Come ye blessed venite benedicti. It's quite remarkable that a collect should quote textually uh, a passage from the Gospels, but this is the case today. So we see how the Gospel text heard is then repeated by the Church and then turned to prayer. So we see lexio, meditatio, and oratio implicit in this collect. The epistle is taken from Zacharias the prophet. It is one of the most poignant prophecies of the Passion. They shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for an only son. In that day there shall be a great lamentation in Jerusalem, and it shall be said, what are these wounds in the midst of thy hands? It's immediately clear why this text was chosen for this votive mass of the five wounds. And he shall say, With these I was wounded in the house of them that loved me. If ever there is a call to reparation formulated in the liturgy, I think that after the reproaches sung on Good Friday, it would be in this text. It would be here. With these I was wounded in the house of them that loved me. The two Alleluia verses uh, are expressions of praise and thanksgiving addressed to Christ, 
priest, victim, and king. Hail thou our king, thou alone hast had compassion on our errors. Obedient to the Father, thou wert led to be crucified like a meek lamb to the slaughter. The, the marvel of this little Alleluia verse is that it synthesizes wonderfully uh, the whole mystery of redemption. And the second Alleluia verse is pure, undiluted praise. Thine is the glory, Hosanna, which Hosanna is not only an echo of the acclamations of the children of the Holy City on Palm Sunday, but which also points to the Hosanna that we sing daily in the Sanctus of the Mass. Thine is the glory, Hosanna, thine is the triumph and the victory, thine is the crown of the highest praise and honor. This Alleluia verse is so constructed that it would be perfect also for a Mass of Christ the King. And in this Mass of the Five Wounds, uh, they are presented as the glorious trophies of the conquering King. In fact, uh, there is a whole body of patristic literature in which the wounds of our Lord are contemplated as the trophies of the Victor King. The Gospel is the very one uh, that we read uh, on Good Friday and that we will read again on the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The Feast of the Sacred Heart being a kind of contemplative return to one aspect of the mystery of Good Friday, that of the pierced side of Jesus. And by giving us uh, this particular gospel of the pierced side of Jesus, the five wounds of our Lord are set before us. Not only the wounds in his hands and in his feet, but the still open, ever open, glorious wound in his side. One of the soldiers with a spear Tradition calls him Longinus, opened his side, and immediately there came out blood and water. The uh, secret uh, prayer asks that the passion of our Lord, which pleads for us, this is, this is remarkable, because it tells us that the passion of our Lord is not an event that is over and done with and locked in an irretrievable past. Rather, in every Mass, it is the Christus Passus who presents himself to the Father and pleads on our behalf. It is the wounded Christ who stands before the Father, displaying 
the wounds in his hands and in his feet and in his side. And one of the fathers says, allowing them to speak like five mouths on our behalf. The openings, the, the wounds of the risen and ascended Lord speak. They are eloquent wounds and they plead for us. And we ask that by the pleading of the risen and ascended Christ, we may be quickened, which means enlivened, and guarded. The communion antiphon uh, is a direct reference to the wounds of our Lord. They have pierced my hands and feet. They have numbered all my bones. And the post-communion, like the collect, is addressed to our Lord Jesus Christ, and it too opens with the words, Domine Jesu Christe. It alludes to the sixth hour. Every day when we celebrate the hour of sext, we commemorate the crucifixion of Christ, the immolation of the Lamb. And this particular post-communion uh, alludes to the sixth hour at which our Lord mounted the gibbet of the cross for the redemption of the world and shed his precious blood for the remission of our sins. It's interesting that more often than not, this post-communion is sung at the stroke of twelve. I've noticed that, that when we have this Mass, it just happens that this prayer that refers to the sixth hour is sung at or very close to uh, 12 noon. So I recommend this Mass of the Passion of the Lord, or if you will, called by its traditional name, the Mass of the Five Wounds, I recommend it um, to your rumination today, especially given that we have exposition of the Most Blessed Sacrament from the end of Mass until 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, we do well to, uh, during this time of adoration, enter into the grace of reparation that is held out to us in the epistle of this Mass, and in some way respond to that grace of reparation by not merely contemplating the wounds of Christ from without, but by entering through his open side into his pierced heart, the furnace of burning charity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.